0: This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Right now at 734, we welcome to our hotline, Deidre Rader, Lincoln Christian Volleyball Head Coach. And I will tell you full disclosure, daughter-in-law of Dave Rader, who texted me the other day and said, you know, you guys do a nice job talking local stuff. Might want to talk to somebody who's put together a pretty good uh, kind of a run of championships as well, kind of like Lauren Montgomery's done at Bixby, but in volleyball, and that's my daughter-in-law. So, Deidre, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for being here. And tell people a little bit about what you guys have done at Lincoln Christian in the last five years.
1: Oh, Thank you so much for having me. It was fun talking that dinner and him bringing up, you know, hey, why not? Let's mix it up and um, hear about the fun sport of volleyball. So thank you so much for having me. But um, I was going into my eighth season, and over the last five years, we've somehow brought it together at the end and won four of the last five state championships. And so we're um pushing towards that right now. We got about a month before the state tournament for class five A this year. We have been moved up mm-hmm. and so we're just looking at some different competition this year and having a fun time doing it.
0: Four out of five years in state championships, that is definitely what I would call some domination. You said put it together at the end of the year. So describe that yeah. for me. Have you, have you had challenging seasons and somehow it's all kind of come together?
1: That's a, that's a great question. We, um, my husband, Daniel, Dave's eldest son, he was... He's put an analogy to it. He says, I really like to crock pot my seasons. So (laughs) I guess um, with all the ingredients, I've got a lot of great athletes. And it's um, uh, putting them in the right position, giving them, helping them with the chemistry and figuring out my personnel and how they're going to fit into the puzzle the best way. And so, yeah, that means some challenges because we've scheduled a really tough season. We scheduled uh, mostly six a tournaments and so it can look a little troublesome in fact right now our record is 12 no 13 excuse me we got a win last night and 11 and so that doesn't look very strong but seven of those losses are to top eight 6a teams and so while the record doesn't look great and it feels like there's some adversity we um, I think that's what helps us by the time we get to postseason. So that's how we put it together, I would say.
0: And athletics is athletics. And whether it's football, volleyball, I don't care, wrestling, you do have to mold and kind of meld people together. And we just talked about Mm -hmm. that with Josh Blankenship. you got to find a way to keep it fun, and especially sometimes when it's grinding and grueling. How do you do that?
1: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, one of my favorite quotes is, Boys battle to bond and girls bond to battle. So it's a huge deal to me that we are intentional about getting quality time together where these girls are building trust and vulnerability. And that way they want to go into battle together because they trust the girl next to them. Whereas, you know, guys talk about their old war stories and bond over that. Right. Mm -hmm. So we do just team camp this year. We went to Nebraska and from a coaching standpoint, professionally, that was huge for myself and our coaching staff. But the girls just, you know, got to see these girls at the peak of their, you know, game and their career. And then they get to go on and sell out the, you know, stadium for Nebraska football. And it was just amazing to see it, those girls up and close and personal and get to cheer them on from afar. Um, so just what we're doing with female sports has been amazing. So we had a great time just staying in the dorms, eating in the cafeteria. And I know those girls will have those memories for a lifetime now.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. We're talking the d Rader, head, bas- head basketball, head volleyball coach at Lincoln Christian. <laughs> hey, I might give you both roles. We'll see. Uh, That's and fine. I want to get I love I,
1: basketball too. <laughs> there you go,
0: and I'll get back to the uh, Nebraska thing first. Scott had a question. Scott,
2: well, I was going to ask about the Nebraska thing. You know, women's volleyball yeah. has just exploded nationally with the you know Final right. Fours, and then of course the Nebraska thing. How has that kind of translated over to the high school side in in your And your team, are you seeing more girls who are now getting exposed to volleyball for the first time, are you seeing more girls come out and try out for the team?
1: Um, From the high school standpoint, I wouldn't say I've seen much of a difference um, because our our program's been healthy for a while in in numbers. But I'll say from the club perspective, because I also coach competitive during the winter, we're seeing those numbers really grow. When I played um, in high school um, at Union, I was one of two union girls on my 16s club team, and it was five Bishop Kelly girls, one Owasso, one Jenks, one Broken Arrow, right? And so it was very rare to play club. It was really for for girls that were looking to play collegiately, and that's still the cog that is what we're using to be recruited. But we're having a 16-3s team now, right? Like it's it's very it goes deep, and we have more girls interested in playing that competitive sport. and and playing the sport for more reps in the off season, but aren't necessarily going to continue on after high school. So that's where we're seeing the exposure.
0: Yeah, You know, and to Scott's point though, when you see things like what happened in Nebraska or an Olympics come around, you do see a bump in interest and people coming out, don't you?
1: Oh my gosh, absolutely. Even last night, you know, we like to bribe student sections to come out, but I don't know that we had to bribe them last night between the Victory <laughs> Boys and the Lincoln Christian Boys. I mean, they were going back and forth with their cheers and it just the environment was amazing. And so for our girls to, get to experience that because, you know, collegiately when I could see that and feel that, I've just never seen that environment in high school. Until the state tournament, you, you tend to see that, but um, it's been falling over fall break. It hard, it's hard to get kids out sometimes, but I love that for our girls getting to experience um, the adrenaline of big fans and them rallying with each other and playing for each other in this arena so I'm thankful for the exposure that more people want to come and see what this sport's all about. Yeah a
0: couple more minutes here with Deidre Raiders he is the head volleyball coach at Lincoln Christian when you saw what happened at Nebraska and what they put in there and the record Mm. is that easy to believe were you surprised by that is that an indication of something to you more than just a promotion by the Nebraska volleyball team?
1: I mean, if any school was going to pull off selling out a football stadium, it had to be Nebraska. I mean, I I went to the Final Four um, with our coaching staff a couple years ago, and it was a sea of red. I mean, of the other three teams there, I I wouldn't have been able to tell the representation because Go Big Red was everywhere. (laughs) I mean, they just show up and show out to support that team, and it is just so impressive. And I'm curious how those roots have been built to, you know, that – that fandom is so passionate to show up and travel as far as they do. And so if anyone was going to do it, it had to be them. And then bringing in Omaha, obviously smart to bring Mm -hmm. local extra fans that we could truly make that record happen.
0: Yeah, and seeing it, I thought it was just tremendously fun. Anytime you see a record mm. in anything, I just think it's tremendously fun. And Nebraska, Absolutely. which is trying to reawaken all their sports programs, has had a head start with a really good volleyball program for a long time. Sure. All right, so you talked about, you know, t- tell me where your crock team is right now. How close are you to done?
1: <laughs> okay, so we head to Bishop McGinnis this weekend for our final regular season tournament. We have four tournaments. Um, and then we have 12 regular season games each season as the allowable OSSA schedule. And so um, we have maybe four more matches and then this weekend. And so we have our final rankings next weekend. That's what determines regionals. Um, we'll get those pairings out October 4th. And then the state tournament is at Tulsa union. So I'm so excited to go to my alma mater and hang out with my old coaches who are all still there and um, they will host hopefully hopefully, if we get to advance past that regional tournament, that is where the state tournament is held October nineteenth through twenty first.
2: As you mentioned high school volleyball, it's it's always been healthy with with club and whatnot in the state of Oklahoma, but it's not a, I hate calling it a niche sport, but it was kind of mm. it wasn't quite in the forefront. But now you're seeing it grow and grow and as you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, club teams are growing and more and more. How much have you seen the sport grow in the high school level and how much have you seen the talent level grow on the high school level in Oklahoma?
1: Oh, that's that's a great question. I remember um, I'm friends with the coach that came before me, and when, they won, when Lincoln won their very first state championship, I texted him, Daniel was in the Navy, so we were on the East Coast living at the time, and I was like, look at you winning a state championship. And mm-hmm. he was like, I know, it was so fun. And, I mean, I rotated with six girls, and one of those six girls is now my assistant, and we're having a great time. But she, um, she was... I don't think any of them played club except for her. And so that's what was exciting for him is, you know, now most of my girls play and um, we get to have that. I mean, our starting setter for the first couple of um, runs, she didn't play a, a day of club volleyball. So it's one of those things where we still have great athletes that come through that we can shape, but that exposure to the club sport is taking them to higher levels. We've got a couple of recent grads in the state that are playing at TU and ORU now and, um, having more representation instead of just recruiting out of Texas is also fun because we're going to go down to OU this weekend and um, they're playing Texas and it's after that McGinnis um, first tournament day and we get to go watch that volleyball game and there's um, a Booker T girl that played in the club realm with us that we get to go cheer on and so we're really excited to support her and just Oklahoma volleyball in general.
0: You know, if you go win another one, you know, you might have to get with Lauren Montgomery and just put on a clinic somehow of just how to win consistently. We'll do it. What do you think? Absolutely.
1: We'll make Let's it happen. do it. Deirdre Find think, his <laughs> but,
0: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, tell your father in all hello for me. He's a dear friend and a wonderful sure. guy, and your husband, too, yeah. for that matter. And I hope things continue mm-hmm. to go well in the crockpot. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.